1: Would you object to never seeing me again? This is not just a couch. It's just our couch! Take the red pill, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. You leave the light on after bedtime. I always thought it would be better to be a fake somebody, a real nobody.
0: Are we gonna air it? Of course not. Not it! it! Yo, you're the new kid, right? I'm from North Carolina. Yo, you play ball, Mike? I play baseball. Baseball? Baseball. By the way, my name is Mike. Big Mike in the wood. Oh, (laughs) what's the wood? It's not what you think it is. Nah, it's Englewood, California. That's where I grew up. Me and my boys. Me, Roland, and Slim. Well, I never thought I'd see the day Roland get married. Man, we got three hours till this wedding kicks off. And can't nobody find him?
1: Tell that fool he could at least face me like a man. Get back in that car because you marry Alicia.
0: Y'all act like you did in high school. Hey, Mike, I dare you to grab a booty. I will give you $1. You remember the bet? You remember the bet, Mike? No, I
1: remember the bet. Do you remember the bet? (laughs) Oh!
0: Uh, man you uh, need to uh, just need to... grow your ass up man and handle your responsibility man, man i just don't want to be wondering what if if he didn't want to
1: get married he shouldn't ask
0: he's i love you i want to marry you
1: so i'm glad we were i'm glad we're doing uh both the wood and the best man because in terms of like in terms of like something good what what this will be good because
0: you uh, i felt like you were uh <laughs> silently lobbying an accusation against me at the till end of the last episode I'm about not, my confusion I'm not, with these two
1: i'm not silently lobbying an accusation against you i'm silently <laughs> avoiding anyone accusing me of anything <laughs> which is my my true fear in life like if you want to know what's motivating me in regards to anything it's basically i'm trying to make sure no one uh gets upset at, at me i'm sort of like larry david in that sense and i'm just sort of uh, walking he's not on real successful shelves. no I, I don't know if i'm not very be the successful model. either um you know all right let me let me
0: speak on it with my you know slightly southern accent i guess go on uh, denison so these are um two films aimed at black audiences primarily uh with all black casts which is not necessarily a bad thing but even in 2019 uh anytime that happens uh you will see you know, a thousand tweets, a second, uh, sort of positioning these films as just that. And it's strange. Like mm-hmm. I, I would say in 1999, probably not, you know, you didn't have social media and, uh, I'll just admit, you know, I didn't see, uh, either one of these films when I was a teenager, uh, because there was some sort of element where I was thinking, Oh, that's not for me. Maybe not so much with the best man. Cause I don't remember the, the trailers for that one, but the wood, I remember thinking like, Oh, it's a coming a coming of age story about these kids in Los Angeles. And, you know, they sort of lean into certain elements, certain criminal elements, uh, that they kind of avoid, thankfully, I guess for the rest of the film, but it's definitely very prominent in the first, you know, fifteen to twenty minutes. And uh I liked Tay Diggs back then, but I wasn't too familiar with uh Richard uh, Jones, uh, Omar Epps. I think I'd seen him uh, in a couple things in the nineties. But the other thing uh, that's, I guess, far less um, um, racially provocative to say who the target audience is, is uh, as a teenager, kind of like how we talked about with Lake Placid on the last episode, I distinctly remember not knowing if this was aimed at my age group, if it was going to be about a high school experience, or if it was going to be about, um, older men, you know, maybe on the cusp of middle age, sort of reflecting back on that experience. And I guess you know it's close to half and half, but I, I think it's probably more about the the teenagers, the boys, and the grown men uh, having now mm-hmm. watched it. So, uh, did you have any experience with this upon uh, its initial release?
1: I remember seeing it on TV at some point and and enjoying it, uh, but I didn't remember it too well. So this was. Basically, it, it felt like a first-time watch uh, for okay. me because I may not have seen it all the way through uh, before, and you know, I didn't have a I didn't have a passionate response to it. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't. It's sort of like your response to Lake Placid. Uh, I, I I didn't hate Same it. Same movie. I, I enjoyed <laughs> uh, certain scenes more than others. I guess from an initial disappointment, I think that it's. It's unfortunate that the way the story's structured you get to spend more time with the with the younger actors who are who are less good uh in comparison to Omar Epps and <laughs> Tay Diggs uh and their and their other friend. Um and on the
0: very last recording you took me a task for just calling movies bad and <laughs> these these teenage actors well, you're saying young, they're, they're less younger, good. They're
1: younger, they're younger and that that always happens and I'm just saying they are less interesting than, than and I I feel like I feel like that makes the movie age uh, poorer today because of that. I think if it had been more 50-50, this would have been more compa- – That's sort of my thing. The movie feels under-dramatized. It, it feels like mm. – And I normally like slice-of-life dramas like this and everything, but I, so we sort of get to the end, and I kind of was hoping for something bigger to happen with these people, uh, and it doesn't. It's just nice, right? Yeah, it's it's, just pleasant. It's fine. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. But it's a it's a marginal. It's a marginal (laughs) pass. I'm giving it a marginal pass. Basically, I enjoyed a lot of the scenes from in it. Uh, I I liked certain actors more than others, but ultimately, I was just kind of left with, well, so what now? Then.
0: Okay, I I can see why you're so cautious about.
1: what (laughs) well what i was gonna say what i was gonna say i was gonna praise you for a minute uh because you put both this and uh the best man on the schedule and the thing of it is i think a lot of times with mainstream populist black cinema it kind of gets overlooked especially from people in in the podcasting community and you know and even even today even today uh, I think it was last year. It may have been two years ago. Uh, I was trying to tell people how much fun I had watching Girls Trip. And it was just with certain people, it was like you could tell. It was like they were, you were just bringing up something completely foreign to them. Which is funny it, that even in this day and age where we we like to think of ourselves as so much more, uh, well, what's the word, you know, uh, sophisticated and, you know, uh, woke or whatever, uh, about uh, you know about things, <laughs>
0: there was such disgust with that <laughs> you using woke.
1: <laughs> There's a, I I don't normally use that word. Uh, I was trying to think what, what's the word what what's the word where you're like really smart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think we as a uh, as a human race have gotten that far. Um, okay, like so some of the issues you have with it, I. It's they're justifiable because I I kicked it around in my head as well. Like I you know I wasn't really enjoying it for the first uh, as I said like fifteen minutes or so where it, it opens I think kind of strangely where you have uh, Omar Epps uh, talking to mm-hmm, the camera mm-hmm. very SLC Punk but then they don't ever come back to that I don't think I think it's just in that opening scene
1: uh, I believe you're I, correct yeah
0: so it feels it feels very. First-time filmmaker-ish, mm-hmm. where they're they're sort of trying a bunch of tri- d- bunch of different tricks, but they're doing a very traditional story, and it actually feels. I think the film feels incredibly dated, and I'm, I'm not talking about you know obviously you know they're with this being the late 90s, they're going back to the 80s, their childhood. I'm not saying about that. I'm just saying, to your point, like it feels kind of even more dated than uh, American Pie, which comes out the same month, uh, and part of that is a problem for me because for a likable comedy, if you want to kind of stretch and call it that I'm not knocking the wood, but you know, I don't, I don't think it's aims are to just be a pure comedy. Like, Oh, this is going to be so funny to watch this. Um, it, you know, it it doesn't hold a candle to American pie because American pie is going to go for broke on the gags. And you know, sometimes they're, they're misfires as far as the, the, the gags are setting up. Like we talked about the, the sort of webcam sequence is like, you know, 10 minutes of the film. But here, you know, instead of that version of like uh, horny teenagers, you get a guy smacking a girl on the butt and that becomes this big, <laughs> you know, life defining event. I do think that they handled those traits of their male characters uh, probably with far more nuance and maybe a little bit more of a progressive spirit that I, even I, would, as I teenagers, would agree with
1: you there. I would agree with you there.
0: I feel like there's some regret and they feel like they're playing at maybe what, you know, they the expectation is, the the sort of boys will be boys mentality. But I like that none of the three characters, it's not like, like Tay Diggs is the one that kind of positions himself as the big like uh sex god, even though he you know, he doesn't really know any better than his two friends. Um they you know, they all feel like they're kinda of putting on the, like, you know, their their father's clothes or something. You know, they're trying out what it is to be a man and it's not quite fitting for them and they end up becoming you know, very different people. Uh, I think that there's a lot more depth to it than something like American pie. Unfortunately, it's just not, it's just not as entertaining. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think that the the whole journey there. And I agree with you. I, I thought there was going to be more of a handoff to the adults because the, you know, the setup is one of them is getting married. And so they find him and he's drunk on his wedding day, uh, clearly has cold feet and, the journey of the film becomes like leaving all those sort of the, the, the wild ways of being like a boy behind. I think unfortunately they sideline a lot of their adult actors in particular, my fandom of Tay Diggs. I hate that he's drunk for half of his screen presence and not, not necessarily like an entertaining or enjoyable drunk. Just, it's just sort of sad and awkward.
1: I wish um, he. I wish he drank more. You know, that's sort of where that's <laughs> sort of where it falls apart for me is that you know he seems really to have some big serious conflicts with this decision, um, and then they have a very light conversation about it, you know, at the pizza joint, and uh, and, and that's that's about it, you know, and uh, yeah, not clearly, to spoil the whole the, the whole thing, but you know, very very little happens in you know in regards to the story <laughs> right. the story of this movie. Yeah, clearly if you were
0: drunk at a former lover's house, if you show mm-hmm. up the, the day of your wedding, hours before you're supposed to walk down the aisle, then yeah, you were having some serious doubts about what you're doing. And you know, one friend is basically uh, <laughs> kind of bullying him. Like, you've come this far. There's no backing out now. Like, basically, you've signed up for this already. And uh, it feels at times like the film wants to just be uh, Omar Epp's. His movie as an adult, because that's pretty much who we spend most of our time with as a teenager, mm-hmm. and I was kind of surprised that um we don't get more of his you know yeah I mean he's kind of just playing this straight guy stand up dude just peacemaker uh and he's just sort of getting shuffling take digs back to the the ceremony the event but i I still found it you know found it you know affable, and uh I liked to sort of how I liked how they avoided going broad like something like american pie Mm -hmm. but yeah then you when you come out of it you're thinking like well what unfortunately like (sighs) this this is going to be the like careful part of the conversation like i don't think you could make this movie like this with an all-white cast because i think the sort of gap in the market they're filling is unfortunately at that time. And even now there's not a ton of stuff that's being produced for minority audiences. Like, you know, they don't get their American pies. uh, And I don't know if that's studio interference because I read somewhere that they wanted, (laughs) they wanted even more ass grabbing. Like they want the bookends of the story to be young Mike grabbing a girl's ass. And then at the end, when they, uh, spoiler alert, when he sees the adult version of this girl at the wedding that he pinches her on the ass again, (laughs) I don't, so I, in some ways I admire the filmmakers for showing that restraint, but in in other ways, um, you know, I I do wish that they could go a little bit crazier, even something like girl strip, which you mentioned is, you know, kind of in that world of like, well, bad moms was successful, like the hangover is successful. So we can we can do that. But I, I do wish we lived in a world where like, you know, Girl Strip came first, where they didn't feel like just because you have a minority led cast that you have to like kind of play it just as safe as previous films or or sometimes safer.
1: Yeah, I mean I agree with you for the most part and everything. I think we're kind of on the same page. I think you liked it a little bit better than me than me. I, I mean I think you you know, obviously I think you could make it with a white cast. It just I still would have the same reaction to it. I would still feel like not, not not much was developed in the end. It feels like a movie that was very personal and very genuine and everything, and it's very admirable in that regard. But but I think you kind of nailed it on nail. You put the nail on the head when you were talking about like it, it's very first time filmmakery. It it and that is kind of a mistake that you always see in people's first works. Is it, it always comes so close from their heart that they, that they're not able to see the points where, where it doesn't really function well as a story. And, and that's where, you know, that's where it always becomes really difficult. uh, You know, and uh, most people, most people's lives just aren't that interesting uh, to, to put into a movie. And, you know, you, you have to be, you have to have that kind of cognitive dissonance to kind of step back and say, Oh, uh, you know, Michael, the, you know, the main character here, we, he really needs a central conflict that he, you know, either overcomes or gives up overcoming by the end of the, of the film. Um, you know, we don't really have that. We don't really have that. We don't really have specific changes going on with them. It, it's, it, it feels very much like, yeah, oh, well, we went to the pizza joint and now everything's better, uh, you know? And so, yeah, that, those would be my main criticisms.
0: Um well, they're, they're sort of, I mean, part of it is that the characters are, are stuck in this world where they don't want to make any decisions to move forward. Uh, but unfortunately, like, yeah, that's, that, that's a, not. That's a
1: movie, though. That would be, so, so, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry to interrupt you.
0: As you uh, should be. <laughs> I was about to make a great point, but now it's lost. Lost forever. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> My great great point might, might, might support your great point. Um, okay. So uh, a movie I like quite a bit the heartbreak kid from 1972 is very much about a guy who really can't grow up. And there's obviously a movie to be made with that kind of story. So go ahead and say what you were going to say.
0: Well, there's a lot more sex involved in that or attempts at sex, right? Like part of it, I think is the confines of the, uh, this day in the life type thing. This like, or at least for the adult side of it, it's like a hang movie, but we, we only cut in, you know, for certain moments. Basically, it, it feels like like you're watching like a clip show of a long running sitcom where you like all of the characters mm-hmm. and and you know the the whole remember when and people do that in real life, especially with longtime friends like from middle school, high school. Like I could see like wanting to recount stories, especially on a wedding day. But I think there just need to be far more events on the wedding day itself. As as a, you know, it starts off with a bang, but then doesn't really go anywhere and okay so like having a film about that you know indecision on on which direction or just choosing a direction for adulthood like here i I guess i just don't buy it like i buy that these guys are friends like they they have like sort of a natural chemistry with each other but i don't buy it like just based on how different young mike is from the rest of them like i mean he isn't they they make a sex pack like in American pie and he makes a point even though it's revealed that he's the first one to lose his virginity and it's with the girl that he really like connects with uh, you know he says that he never you know he didn't tell them until after you know the, the sort of the bet was long over and so he's already like far more adult and mature and so like cutting back to him and seeing that he still like longs for this this girl and like he decided just not to go to school in New York because he's afraid of like leaving home I, I, either you have to dig a little bit deeper for me to like, cause instead of then I just sort of turned on the character. I'm like, well, why would you do that? <laughs> like I don't have enough information about you to know why you wouldn't like pursue that change. You're, you're a guy that's, uh, you know, got a good head on your shoulders when you're 16, like, a, and what happened, what happened to where you just sort of stayed in this, you know, this static state. Um, but that's also like a longer movie I, yet again, I don't know, like, the fact that this was a summer release, and I think it was like a, a modest hit, was it not?
1: It, that sounds right. Uh, I don't know. I can't look <laughs> it up right now.
0: <laughs> you don't want to commit to it, but it's like, okay, so according to Wikipedia, its budget was 6 million and it made 25 man at oh, the box Yeah, yeah that's so, a, that's a hit. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like it's, you know, maybe it is just, uh, I was admiring like its pleasantness earlier maybe it was just, let's just keep it to the kids. But I, I feel like, um, it's one thing like they should have just gone one way or the other made this all about the, the sort of high school experience, uh, or made it about the, with more emphasis on the grown, grown men. But whatever happened, you know, in the marketing, it turned me off just because I was like, I don't know if that's, you know, if that movie is aimed at a 16 year old, because I'm pretty sure that if it, had been emphasized in the marketing that's about these kids, you know, making a sex pack like American pie, I probably would have gone to see it because I would have been the, the target demo, uh, in a strange way, you know, a white guy in Kentucky, but I still would have been, you know, the the demo as far as like, I'm facing those, those problems too. So it's weird to me that, the, that we spend so much time with the adults and they don't seem to be really that interested in the adult mindset on how they, they handle the, the problems presented to them, um, on that wedding day. It just seems to be like can we just hand Tay Diggs some coffee and get him standing up
1: at the wedding. <laughs> like I said, you know, you could make a movie about you know, about that and uh you know, I would probably find it pretty entertaining. Uh I, I could watch Tay Diggs, you know, uh be drunk for a whole movie. That would be <laughs> <sounds> pretty good.
0: <laughs> it's funny that he's more drunk here than he is in Go, where they go to mm-hmm. Vegas and he's like the Ostra Club. Yeah. 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 Uh there's there's far crazier things happening to him uh in in that film. Um, but I, I feel like maybe I've come down like far too negative cause I just, en- I did enjoy watching it. Um, but, um, I, I, I had to like, you know, admit like it's one of those things that it's, it sounds like you're, uh, kicking a puppy when you're like, yeah, well, yeah that's I still the way liked I American too. pie better. <laughs> and it's like, does American pie have any of the nuance? No, not really. But it's, it's aims were to be a sex comedy and, uh, you know, it just, it just, uh, is better at that than, than the wood.
1: I, I would say I only liked American Pie slightly better than than this. Uh, I mean, you take out you take out the sweetness of the story with Chris Klein uh, from American Pie. I mean, these would basically be movies that have have you know very similar uh, problems, and you know, so it is kind of funny in that regard. But I do think American Pie had the hook uh, better, and that's basically the the that's the huge difference between them. You know, besides the fact. That, that one is, is an all white cast and one is an all black cast.
0: Yeah. So. I mean as I was watching it, I'm like, well if I had seen this before, I would have toyed with the idea of just making this a double episode with the American Pie. But I think that probably is a little bit misleading because the the sex pack doesn't even come in for what, I don't know, forty five minutes to an mm-hmm. hour? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's very late in the game and it's just it's just there to, you know, push young Mike to uh, you know, making making some sort of inroads to just admitting his feelings for this girl that he's had a crush on from like the moment he lays eye laid eyes on her like years before. So yeah, it's obviously much sweeter than, than anything in American pie. I think it's funny to me. You keep coming back to Chris Klein. You've got to be the only <laughs> guy Co- going to bat for like Chris Klein is like the savior of American pie.
1: Well, this, it's, your, it's your fault. You started this podcast and, you know, like th- this is his year with election and American Pie and, and it's been downhill ever since. And it's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. And I, 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 I think it's always really unfortunate when, it, when an actor gets typecast. But this podcast has reminded me about, you know, how good uh, he really is. And so, you know, I'm not going to apologize for going to bat for Chris Klein.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna, you know, I I may have told this story when we did go, but I'm just gonna go back to Tate Diggs. I, I thought he would be uh, you know, a much bigger star than uh than what's happened, you know, in the two decades. I mean obviously very successful, uh, but I, I legitimately thought he was gonna be uh above the title movie star back in nineteen ninety nine and uh it's just not happened for him. Although I will say that if I had seen the wood and not go uh, this year, I probably would not have thought that because I think he's Probably got the most thankless part uh in this film because he is intoxicated the whole time, like i mean it's you know it's it's is left to his two buddies to uh to to have any sort of uh conversation about his life and he just sort of he mumbles and uh he does have a great smile there's the you know, he's got that going for him he seems pretty happy throughout the day but uh also very sick and out of it
1: We will see tay Diggs again tay Diggs will return. Uh do you know which movie in a starring role? <laughs> do you know which movie? I mean it's not uh the one we've already mentioned, is it? Well no 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 an upcoming movie in nineteen ninety nine.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's not the, the best man the way we started this conversation. Oh yeah, also. I
1: didn't realize he's in the best man as well. <laughs> uh but no, another one. Another starring role. I get it was were best man uh was best man in October? Yes. So, okay, this is, so another starring of... role in October for Tay Diggs. Uh... Uh, you're thinking that's a of, big uh, hint when I say October.
0: Um, uh, House on Haunted Hill.
1: That's the one,
0: yeah. I have seen that one, but I've not seen that one since 1999. So, that much like uh, uh, you here, it'll be, I think, uh, close to a first time watch, uh, for that one.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that one in many years, but I'm looking forward to it. So, so, so but that's go not ahead. next, neither one of <laughs> no. those is next, <laughs> no, <laughs> but but that, but uh, the genre of House on a Haunted Hill is a good, uh, hint for what we have coming up next. Do you know we yeah, have coming the, up well, next? Well, this one's,
0: understand? uh, Oh, I actually, you know what? I take that back. I think I have seen House on a Haunted Hill, um uh, again, because I'm pretty sure I did another podcast with one half of the next episode, um, which was, uh, the haunting. Cause I think we did something on, uh, you know, both of those films are remakes coming out in 1999 of, uh, far more successful, I would uh, wager, uh versions of the same story.
1: You've done so many podcasts at this point, you don't know you don't know what day it is anymore, I imagine. Yeah, like I
0: actually <laughs> it's so bad that on like uh you know uh, the the ones that have been going on for years. I actually have <laughs> I have to compile lists. I find myself Googling the title of said podcast and then seeing if I've covered it, if it comes up like <laughs> On the like iTunes directory So yes, some of that stuff needs to be put to bed The other film, uh, I'm not so excited to talk about The Haunting, but for the other half of our uh, Double feature, I'm very excited to talk About uh, The Blair Witch Project Which uh, was very successful For uh, about a month uh, And uh, then the backlash Set in, I guess um, And it's never really recaptured that With the uh, two uh, Sequels coming up, but I'm excited To revisit that with Adult Eyes
1: I'm excited for both of them because, you know, that's the kind of guy I am. Okay. Dennis All time. right.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bat for Jan Debont there and his uh his uh, you know, very successful runaway film with uh, Liam Neeson. I think I think is uh one half of a double feature of Liam Neeson swearing he was going to quit acting back in 1999 along with The Phantom
1: Menace I mean ironically neither Yon de or the filmmakers behind Blair Witch Project have had much of a career after 1999
0: (laughs) see every time I think that I'm being slightly mean you like double down
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's true it's true I mean you know that is ironic so okay that's it we're done we we did it we did the wood (laughs) we can't top that
0: the days when i was young i'm not a kid anymore but some days i sit and wish i was a kid again back in the days when i was young i'm not a kid anymore but some days i sit and wish i was a kid again and if you'd like to continue the conversation with us feel free to do so on twitter instagram or facebook at 99 from 99
1: I was And everybody in I way back I was when.
0: everybody back I back when. everybody said, I was back when. And back in the days, I was way back